0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson. Let's just get right into it as we always do. It's time for our Monday Morning Discipleship Podcast. And uh, we just came out of a series, uh, What Does God Have for Me Now? I hope that you are blessed by what we had to share. If you missed any of that, um, I believe there were eight episodes in that series. So we encourage you uh, to go back and uh, check that out. If you missed any of that, I do believe that it will be a blessing to you. But uh, this week, we're going to start something new. Uh, we told you at the end of last week, we didn't know where God was going to take us um, uh, on this, uh, this next journey uh, or if we were going to wind up in the series at all. But yet uh, we are in uh, entering into another series. And uh, I don't have a fancy title or anything, a title that'll grab you uh, uh, <laughs> on this particular series. But what we're going to be talking about uh, in the upcoming weeks is Scripture from Galatians chapter 6 verses seven through nine. Galatians chapter six, verses seven uh, through nine. And I'm going to read that for you in just a second, but let me give you a little bit of a background on why I chose these scriptures or why I chose these verses. Um, those of you who might be familiar with these verses, you kind of already know what they say, but we'll read it uh, for those of you who aren't familiar. But uh, I chose these verses. Again, I was sitting Uh, actually just sitting on the couch uh, today as of uh, the recording of this. I'm recording this on Sunday night. I'm sitting on the couch uh, earlier today trying to figure out uh, where we're going to go next with the podcast. And and I had no idea, um, but something came to me. And again, I'll share this thought with you before we read uh, from our chosen text on today. Something came to me, and it's really a conversation that uh, continuously has popped up uh, with me for the last couple of weeks. Various people from uh, different situations have uh, spoken to me about certain things uh, pertaining uh, to to something that we're going to talk about in these verses, um, really, in a sense, about reaping what we've sown and, and, and a lot of these verses. And again, that's that's the meat of it. If you're not familiar with Galatians, chapter six, uh, verse seven, um, that's the meat of it. And a lot of the conversation I've been having over the last couple of weeks with people, actually, even before I ended the last series, was really about um, how it is that we wind up in certain situations and uh, what it really means when, when, when the crop starts to come up, um, what it really means when we're in certain things and we're trying to get out. And uh, I'll share this thought with you uh, right now. And again, this is going to come up in the coming weeks. Uh, I said this earlier today as I was preaching, I said, listen, there's sometimes when we're calling on God and we're saying, Lord, I want you to help me out of this situation. And we keep calling, we keep calling and we keep telling God, this is what I'm going through. God, you know what I'm going through. I need you to help me, God. I need you to help me get out of this, God. I need you to pull me out of this thing right now, God. And I said to somebody earlier uh, this week, I said, sometimes God is helping you by not pulling you out. Sometimes the response from God is I'm helping you by leaving you where you are. Now I know what you're thinking. Like like, that's not help. (laughs) That's not a rescue. That's, that's not a hero. He don't come and just leave you in the space that you're in. But I'm saying that to say, before I read these scriptures on today, read these verses rather. Sometimes God lets you sit in something because that's what you created. And listen, there are times where God knows There are times where you and I know if you want to be truthful about it. The only way you're going to stop doing this is to go through it. The only way you're going to stop this behavior is if I don't pull you out this time and I let you deal with the consequences. And so then we arrive at Galatians chapter six. And again, this is where uh, my mind uh, brought me to. And, and, And just to let you know, this is going to be the basis of where we are. Right. This is the basis. This is the starting point but we're going to be in other scriptures in the Bible. I want you to understand some, but this is the basis. It's almost like preaching. I'm going to give you the text, so to speak, but I might pull some other verses in to support what I'm saying here. And so I just want to give you that little background of, of why we're choosing Galatians chapter six, verses seven uh, through nine. So let me read that for you from the new King James version. The Bible says, as Galatians chapter six, starting at verse seven, do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever man sows." that he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. Then verse 9 says, And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we don't lose heart. How does that read in New Living Translation as we always do? Let's check it out. New Living Translation. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows that will he also reap for the one who sows to his flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. But the one who sows to the spirit will from the spirit reap everlasting life and let us not grow weary of doing good for in due season. We will reap if we do not give up. Right. So so that's the scripture and that's going to be our jumping off point. And again, we'll wind up in other places in the Bible that support this. But but let me let me uh as we do in this introduction on this week, we do really doing an introduction of what we're going to be covering in the coming weeks. So so let me go back to to what we were talking about just a second ago about how we arrived at this point. Again, the Bible says, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. And now, again, when you consider this mocking, when you consider what it means to mock, right? to basically try to make a fool of somebody right to in the context of what we're talking about here in the context of this text to try to make a fool of God to try to make God think it ain't what it really is God is not mocked whatever man sows, he will also reap so again as we did the introduction on today I pointed out to you that there are times y'all when we're in situations because that's what we've been up to—that's what we've been doing. So sometimes you can look at people, and I'm not saying this is true all the time, but sometimes you can look at people and say, "How did they wind up in that situation?" Understanding that again, as 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 we've seen in Scripture, you know, for example, you take uh, Job for example. The things that happened to Job, th- there was no connection between how Job was living. And what was going on with him? When you read the text, you see that uh, God and the devil had a conversation. And then God took the hedge from around Job and allowed the devil to do certain things. So there was no connection between how Job was living and what was coming up in his life. However, y'all, and sometimes that's true with us, not to the extent of Job, but sometimes stuff just happened to you. Right. If, you, if you're driving to work and, and, and your car gets a flat tire, that's not necessarily a result of how you're living, right? I just want you to be clear. Sometimes things just happen to us. I understand what I'm saying here. But sometimes, y'all, if we're being real, there's a lot of stuff that happens to us that we can trace back to what we've sown. We can trace back to the things that we've done, cause and effect, right? We can go back and say, well, this is happening because you did this or this is happening because you didn't do this. Like because sometimes there are things that we can do to keep certain things from happening. We don't do them. And then the thing happens. Right. Everything isn't the result of what we did. Sometimes it's the result of what we did not do. Right. So do not be deceived. God is not mocked. So whatever man sows, that he will also reap. Now, again, uh, we're going to talk about this as we as we go on. Uh, in this text, because I want to deal with that word souls. Actually, I'm going to deal with that this week, that word souls. But again, y'all, as I said to you all, I came to this place because I've been having a lot of conversations with people from various situations and circumstances that things are happening. And they say, Reverend, what's going on? And my question has always been, you know, the first thing that we always have to do, my question has always been what you've been sowing. And the one thing that we have to always be, be mindful of, my brother, my sister, is we always have to check ourselves first. It's so easy to want to blame other people and blame circumstances before we look in the mirror and say, what you've been up to? What you've been up to? Because sometimes it's a result of our behavior. Again, sometimes things just happen. Sometimes things just happen. And sometimes it's a result of our behavior. And we must be willing to check our behavior first. Right. And so a lot of people have been saying to me about certain situations, Reverend, what's going on here? What's going on? And even as we came out of this last series that we talked about, what does God have for me now? We ended talking about sowing. Right. We talked about the fact that, again, those who sow sparingly will reap sparingly meaning that a lot of people don't have as much as they think they should because they don't sew properly. And that's, by the way, I don't want to go back and rehash it. That wasn't just a church thing. Do you sew in other people's lives? If if you're a business owner, do you support other small businesses? And if you don't support other small businesses, how do you sit back and expect everybody to support you? Now, listen, I can't as a side note here. I can't tell you that I support every small business, but I do my best to support people who are running small businesses that are connected to me. I do my best to try to sow into people's business because I want people to sow into my business. And understand this, when I sow into your business, if you're listening to me right now and I've sown into your business, you don't necessarily have to sow back into my business. I know that what I do for other people, God will send somebody my way. It don't have to come back from you. It can come back from somebody else. So, so when we talk about sowing, as it relates to things that are happening in our lives, we have to be willing to look at ourselves and say, what have I been up to? And and, and by the way, and be honest, let, let me say this one one thing before I deal with this, this word sows in a minute here. Let, let, let me just say this as a side note here. And you all have heard this before. The worst thing you can do is lie to yourself. Now, again, people from the outside may be saying, how did this happen to you? What's going on? And so on and so forth. Maybe you won't tell everybody your business. I get that. But man, if you can't sit down and have an honest conversation with yourself. And say, now, listen, now, you know what you've been up to. And even if you try to run from it, if you know the Lord at all, God will put it in your spirit to say, this is exactly why this is happening. Since you don't want to own up to it, I'll put it in your face now. Do not be deceived. Let's go back to Galatians. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked for what for whatever a man sows that he will also reap. Then verse eight, for he who, this is New King James version, by the way, for he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the spirit, some of y'all know where I'm going right now, will of the spirit reap everlasting life, right? There's there's, And I tell you this all the time because I'm a writer and I pay attention to words. And we can't just gloss over words. And I hope that I'm helping you all uh, when I tell you this. Whatsoever a man sows, What you put into the ground. Constantly and consistently. So is singular sows is plural is an S on the end of it. Right. So what you what are you constantly doing? So again, I want you all to understand this, and I, and I think I've mentioned this before on other podcasts before. There's a difference between committing sin and sinning. Right? I'm not telling you that God is like, oh, well, you just committed a sin. I'm all right with that as long as you're not repeatedly doing it. God is not all right with sin. Just let's be clear. Let's not get that twisted. Because we do too many things with scripture nowadays and we leave it vague and we say things that y'all understand. No, sometimes people don't understand. You gotta tell them. You gotta tell them. Especially those people who are in my position, who, who are charged with rightly dividing the word. Make sure that you clear with your audience. Make sure that you cross every T and dot every I so they walk away with an understanding. If they flip it after that, that's because that's what they wanted to do. But don't you leave nothing out and leave people a loophole. Now, having said that, Again, there's a difference between committing a sin and sinning. Committing a sin, right? Something I did. I did something wrong. Sinning is something I'm practicing. That ING suggests that it's ongoing, right? Sinning, running. You think about this, right? You, You can run or you're running. You're constantly, right? And so, again, running is I'm still doing it. You know, if if, if I if if I say to my son, don't leave the water running, I'm saying don't let it go constantly. If I say to him, let the water run for a little bit. Right. That means that either at some point you need to stop it or I'm going to stop it. But if if I see it running and constantly, hey, 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 this is ongoing. Let's not let this happen. Now, one more time. For the people in the back and for the people who are in the front, that might be nodding off. God ain't pleased with either one of it. I just want you to understand that sin or sinning. God ain't like, well, at least it's just one thing. But understand that there's a difference between committing a sin and sinning. There's a difference between committing a sin and practicing sin. The Bible talks about us practicing sin. Don't practice it. Don't, don't, don't. Because anything you practice, you're going to get good at, right? So, so when we think about the souls, he sows to the flesh constantly Sowing to his flesh, whatever a man sows, whatever he put into the ground, whatever he made an effort to do consistently and constantly to his flesh. That's what he's going to reap corruption. Now, this corruption word, let me deal with this for a second very quickly before we get out of here. This corruption word speaks to the fact because when you think about the sowing, it really is uh, putting you at some metaphors, putting you in the mindset of agriculture. So some of you might be listening. You've never planted anything. You don't know anything about planting stuff in the ground and so on and so forth. I'm going to give you a couple of thoughts on that, too, before I get out of here. You don't know anything about that. But this is an agriculture turn. This is a metaphor, right, to say if you're throwing these seeds in the ground. This is what's going to come up. And then it says you're going to reap corruption. So what they're really telling us in this moment here is that if you put, for example, bad seeds in the ground. The harvest is going to be corrupted. You don't want to go and get a uh, picket pick apples off the off a corrupted apple tree. Right. You don't want to pull a, a, a corrupted harvest. You don't want to buy something from the grocery store that has been corrupted. You're going to leave that there. And so, again, when this corruption is talking about what you put in the ground, the seed that you put in the ground, again, you sow to your flesh. You put that in the ground and you're going to reap up a harvest that you ain't really going to want because it's going to be corrupted. Right. Sin corrupts. So this is why, again, whether you sin or sinning. And and it's so easy. <laughs> thank you, Holy Spirit. It's so easy if we're not careful for us to take that sin. And, and, and it's it's within us. It's within our nature to put that I.N.G. on there in a hurry and just keep on doing what we've been doing right so this Bible talks about us souls actively actively right not a one-time thing souls to the flesh so 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 whatever man sows, that will he also reap what you put in the ground for, for, for he who sows to his flesh will love the flesh reap corruption but he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life now as we go through we're going to, we're going to, we're going to dive a little deeper on that, that sowing to the flesh and then that, uh, reaping corruption, but then that sowing to the spirit and reaping everlasting life. Let me give you two more thoughts before I get out of here and then we'll pick it up next week and, uh, we'll dive a little bit deeper and we'll go to some different Bible verses to support, uh, what we have started off here with Galatians chapter six, verses seven through nine. Sowing y'all, I want y'all to hear this. Sowing is about making a decision. It's a it's decision making. When we talk about this in these in, 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 the, in the context of what we read today. Sowing is about decision making. So even in the agricultural sense. If I decide I want tomatoes in my garden, I'm going to make a decision. That's what I want. I'm going to go wherever they sell the seeds and I'm going to make sure that I get tomato seeds and I'm going to put that in the ground. If I want cabbage to come up, if I want uh, uh, collards to come up, whatever I want to come out of the ground, I'm going to have to make some decisions along the way. This sowing thing is about decision making. So we have to decide what it is that we're going to do and be. So when we decide, let me help you here. When we decide that we're going to constantly sow according to our fleshly desires. We have made a decision to do that and we have decided, watch this. That's the next point I'm going to leave you with. We have decided what we want to come up out of the soil. So again, two things, keep this with you and then we're going to wrap it up here. Sowing is about decision-making. It's about decision-making. And then what that means is that we have decided what we want to come up out of the soil. So one more time, I'll give you that example. If I'm a gardener and I say, listen, I'm going to plant some stuff. There's some decision making that goes on into that to say, what do we want to come out of the ground? And then we go get the seed and we put it in the ground. Famously, I've told you all, for example, David and Bathsheba. I said, David went out and. Got Bethsheba. He sent somebody, if you will, if I can paraphrase, if I can use another analogy here, he sent somebody out to pick up his sin. Go get her and bring her to me. It wasn't enough that he was making a poor decision by thinking and and looking at her and thinking on these things. He said, "Go out and pick that up for me. Bring it back to me." So again, y'all, sewing is about decision making. When the Bible outlines this here, whatsoever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. He who makes a decision to constantly and consistently do what his flesh wants to do. That's what's coming up out the ground. But he that makes a decision to constantly and consistently do what the spirit is telling him what to do. Everlasting life is going to come up out the ground. So I'm excited to be sharing this with you all again. And we're going to stop right here um, because if not, we go on and on and on. But we're going to continue on with this. I don't know how long we're going to be dealing with this, but Galatians chapter six, verses seven through nine. Again, I don't have no fancy title for you, but that's what we're going to be dealing with. That's going to be the basis of what we're going to be talking about. As we go through these next few weeks and few weeks, rather, we'll pull some other scriptures into this. But really talking about the fact that we reap, we still reap what we sow. The Bible has not changed. The Bible is not a lie. We still reap what we sow. And sometimes when we're going through things and we're dealing with things, it's simply harvest time. Let me stop because that's preaching stuff right there. It's simply harvest time. When you sit up and say, why am I going through this, God? It's simply harvest time. You put it in the ground. It's coming up now. Why is it so hard right now? You put it in the ground. Why ain't things working out? You put that in the ground. It's harvest time. It's coming up. And it's corruption. And now you don't want it. I'm going to stop right there. Again, that's preaching stuff right there. Let me stop right there again. We'll pick this up on next week. I hope you all enjoyed uh, this brief introduction here Um, and we'll pick it up on next week. We'll go a little bit deeper in this Galatians 6 uh, verses seven through nine. So that's all the time that we've got for Monday morning to discipleship. Let me give you the tag as we always do. If you would like to keep up with us, the best way to do that is to go to our ministries page, ministries page, www.krjministries.org. One more time, www.krjministries.org. If you would like to purchase any of our written works, best way to do that is, Go to the publishing website, www.krjpublishing.com. One more time, www.krjpublishing.com. As always, we encourage you uh, to subscribe to this podcast, wherever you're listening to this podcast on whatever platform, hit the subscribe button so that you can know when new episodes become available. And again, we're going to share some stuff. I keep previewing this, but I'm, I'm still trying to put it together. There's going to be some new things coming with the podcast, but we'll share that. Uh, when the time is right, but hit the subscribe button right now so that you can know when new episodes are becoming available. We will appreciate that. And again, tell somebody about the podcast. If you're being blessed by this, don't keep it to yourself. Tell somebody about the podcast. If you would like to support us, you can do that via PayPal at paypal.me/forward/slash/krjministries. Again, paypal.me/forward/slash/krjministries, or you can go right to the ministry's website and donate right from the website www.krjministries.org forward slash donate. You can donate right from the website and we will definitely appreciate any level of support uh, you choose to share with us. Again, that's all the time that we've got for our Monday morning discipleship podcast. We hope that you were blessed by what we had to share on today. God bless you and God keep you is my prayer. As always, we'll see you all on next time. Be blessed.